0: Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, author of The Living Spirit, a story of spiritual awakening, spiritual communication, healing energies, miracles, and a way to inner soul awareness. Today I welcome Caller Savetsky, a holistic women's health expert and owner of Natural Healing for Women. Hello, caller, and thank you for joining us today.
1: Oh, you're welcome. It's my pleasure, Cheryl.
0: Carla, as listeners of this show are very well aware, healing and wellness are much more than the relief of pain or physical symptoms. Healing is a multidimensional event that encompasses mind, body, and soul, and as such is really an investigation of self, the world, and universe, and relationships that guide us to evolve. My guests Mm. and I share these many metaphysical issues and research in hopes of creating a more desirable physical and spiritual reality for all of us. In today's episode of Healing from Within, Carla Savetsky helps ultra-sensitive women, and men also, have many of these issues, find answers to mysterious conditions and long-held health conditions that get in the way of soul expression and living their most creative life. Kala has spent her life integrating the study of human potential and spiritual growth with her professional expertise in both conventional medicine and holistic health, including women's reproductive health, clinical herbalism, holistic nutrition, flower essence therapy, energy healing, and Maya abdominal massage. Kala, I always love to ask my guests to think back to their childhood and remember a person, place or interest that they had and if that has been a motivation to the work and life they are living now as an adult because personally I feel we come into this life with a soul plan and experiences that will manifest as we learn to know our energy and life purpose more intuitively and create a healthier life journey. So think about it for a minute.
1: I have always, as a young child, I always had an interest in the supernatural and in um, sort of extrasensory, otherworldly things. And there was nobody in my family that shared that interest. But uh, one of my friend's mothers was a foot reflexologist. And she was very psychic, and she used to share with us. And one of her daughters, the sister of my friend, also used to share about being able to shift things with her mind and about spirit. So that's really who influenced me in my childhood. Yeah, you were
0: born with a sensitivity, and a, a soul awareness already. And I also was uh, that way quite different from other members of my family. But I, I just indulged in uh, sort of flying off the ground, dancing very fast, and <laughs> being in love with superheroes and people who could create uh, mm. things beyond what people thought was normal. But also, in regard to that story, my father was a podiatrist, He's in spirit mm-hmm. now and uh, through a medium he told me I was to study foot reflexology which I did uh, oh I'm, a Reiki, my goodness. <laughs> I'm a Reiki I'm a Reiki uh, master teacher uh, but oh, I uh, did study that because he told me to do that and wow. um, and it, of course helped me to uh, intensify my understanding of the body and energies and uh, It's very interesting how when he was alive, I don't believe he was mm, that aware. Mm. But in spirit, he knew what I needed in order to uh, help my own spiritual development progress. So I I think that fits right in with your story also.
1: (laughs) Yeah, interesting.
0: Now, Carla, your work is informed by 18 years as an obstetrics and gynecological uh, physician assistants, as well as the holistic healing business that you uh, started in 2004. Uh, Yes. So tell us, fast forward a little bit uh, from childhood now to your work and your greatest health challenge in 2012.
1: Ah, okay. So fast forward to now. um, Well, maybe I should... I should take it from 2012 because that feeds into why I left New York City and why I left the practice of medicine, which was that in 2012, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And I had spent my lifetime, my whole adult life, uh, working on my health. And in my 20s, I had a very long and arduous health struggle around chronic fatigue syndrome Um, that I was debilitated by and literally took me many, many years to overcome. And I'd overcome many other health struggles in my life too, including um, polycystic ovarian syndrome, hormonal imbalance, digestive issues, so many things that I overcame with natural remedies and through my own self-healing. So when I was diagnosed with the breast cancer in 2012, I recognized that this was really my greatest health challenge to date. And because of the chronic fatigue syndrome, it roughly with many sensitivities, including chemical sensitivities, I'd always known that the harsh um, medical treatments for cancer, like chemotherapy and radiation, wouldn't work for me. And so I was faced with that uh, quandary and that challenge of how I was going to go about healing myself because the recommendation for those uh, medical treatments I knew wouldn't work for my body, mm-hmm. and so um, so I was faced with this challenge that I really had to look within and and find my answer for healing. Well, I, think and you what I
0: also, yeah, I think you also realized it was. An outcry from your soul. You know, very often I say to people who have an issue, you really don't have anything. Your soul has just created this situation for you to go to another level of understanding yourself and life and uh, your body, because the body reflects the mind and the emotions. So for you to work on something to make some change or shift in your Life, and I have spoken to many people uh young women like yourself, who have had cancer, who have not uh bought into uh, the traditional protocol of uh chemo, which is a very harsh uh treatment for sensitives um people yes. who who cannot tolerate it and i i I interviewed Lorraine Benault oh, a few years ago, and she had an herbal treatment uh with studies done that showed it worked as well as. Chemotherapy, even as yes. on its stage four, uh, wow. so stage wow. four cancer. So I am very aware, and I am with you that the body has a way to heal itself. And if yes. it's in your soul journey, and you know we're born with a time to come and a time to go, and experiences yeah. to have. And uh, I'm a medium, so I'm aware that something survives physical death and uh i like to share that with people but uh let's go on from there you did find so, a way of working yeah. with your own condition what was some of the uh, treatments you or or routine what protocol did you establish for yourself yeah
1: well well let me just say that right away i recognized that it that the issue was deeper than the physical because i'd already been on, you know, I, I ate organic. I, you know, did all the, I did yoga. I did all these things for my health. I had been on a wellness journey for my whole adult life, but I realized that there were deeper issues in my mm-hmm. life that needed to be addressed. And so one of those things was both leaving New York City, where that was my home, uh, to a less toxic environment, and also getting out of the medical field and really giving myself. To what felt like my soul's purpose and soul's work, which was helping to heal women on this deeper level to really resolve chronic issues rather than just masking them. Yes. And so I left New York City and I went full time into my natural healing business at that point um, in 2014, at the beginning of 2014. So those were two things that were really important. Um, for me to do, and then lastly, to also teach other women that they could heal from breast cancer, uh, they had other options, and so I did a very rigorous nutritional and herbal protocol, um like I share it. I changed my lifestyle in terms of living in New York City and the stress of that. Um, I gave my life more to the things that really called to me, like nature, to music, to writing. Um, These were things that my soul was calling out for that I didn't have time for in my New York City life.
0: Yeah, what you did was get in touch with your inner being, your soul life, and what you were born to do. And having that situation was part of your discovery and and your joy of your soul to live life in a different way and to find your purpose, which you did which is what yes. I have said to many, many people. There is nothing random happening. Nothing Nothing is a coincidence. There are no right. coincidences. That was the title of my first book, Life is No Coincidence, <laughs> as I became aware yes. that there was a yes. greater plan, and the energy around us was uh, giving us all loving messages for us to enjoy this time to the best of our ability and t- experience the challenges, also to the best of our ability, without fear and, and, and um, the lower emotions, the lower vibrations, which ultimately lead to disease in the body. And so we want mm-hmm. to learn to understand energy, because in learning right. to understand energy, we learn to know ourselves as energy beings, having a physical life. And we must address right. the needs of those energy um mm-hmm. instincts within us uh, that yeah. call to us so Carla you say a woman might think they are sensitive when in actuality they really mean somewhat different <laughs> or slightly different tell us about that i i am definitely you know a sensitive
1: and, yes, uh, yes, yes i
0: like that you um. said it that way so please tell us something about that
1: Okay, I just want to just want to say one other thing to address your other question or what you were just saying because it was so beautiful, Cheryl, that when I was diagnosed with the cancer, and of course that brings with it an incredible amount of fear for yes. most anyone, mm-hmm. um, a saying that I kept with me as a mantra to help me through that time period was this expression, which is, nothing happens to you, everything happens for you beautiful and i I held that so close to me and I because I believed it, but I really wanted to believe it all the way down to my guts and so um, you know now that is is very clear to me um, but that's something that anybody who's going through a hard time mm-hmm. can hold on to as something that's um, reassuring.
0: Yes, absolutely you know it's all about soul courage. You know, you've seen people when something happens to them, they say, oh, bring it on, bring it on. (laughs) Because they they know you need to go through it. You don't have to stay in it, but you do have to experience it. You don't have to embrace it, but you do have to flow through it and there's yeah. really nothing nothing bad in our life there's nothing bad or good there are just experiences yeah. and the joy of another day another sunshine another <laughs> smile right and another yeah. possibility for knowing yourself better as an eternal soul so let's yeah. go on how do you yeah. move ahead knowing these physical emotional and environmental sensitivities
1: Yes, yes, yes. Okay, well, I have found that one of the most, you know, sometimes labels can be very helpful, right? Mm -hmm. Naming something can really inform us about ourselves. And so when I heard the term ultra-sensitive, that sparked something in me. And it was like, oh, that's what I am. (laughs) That explains so much Mm -hmm. of how I function in the world. And it, it it allowed me to search for the tools that I needed to function in this world in a way that felt comfortable.
0: Yes, to be more comfortable to, in your physical body.
1: Yes, yes to have your yes, energy more
0: comfortable in, in a in, physical life. Right,
1: because nobody teaches us in school no. that we're ultra-sensitive. Nobody generally teaches us at home, Right. You know, for me- me- most of us who are ultra-sensitive, maybe in our family we got the message that we were weird or we were high-maintenance or we were a pain in the butt or something like that, right? Well, well I um, remember
0: being told as a child, you're just too sensitive, like it was a right. disease, and I should exactly. stop it. I mean, I, I, right. I was very bright. I was in gifted classes, but mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. but they didn't understand that a sensitive is just reacting to all the stimuli, all the people around them, they're empathic, they're picking up other people's emotions, yeah. they're getting stomach aches. It's not their own stomach ache n- necessarily, uh, but, but it might be someone else around them yeah. who is experiencing pain that they're picking up. So it's a great gift actually, but it it is a gift that uh, needs to be understood by parents and teachers and medical people, and I think now it is. But I'm going to tell you a little story about that, because I didn't know as a child, and I didn't really think I was too different. I sort of knew how to blend with people and have some Mm -hmm. friends, and, you know, I didn't feel different. I just was uncomfortable very often Mm -hmm. physically. Yeah, yeah. So here I am in college, all right? So I'm 17 And I'm I'm at a fair in New York City, the San Gennaro Fair. fair,
1: Yes, of course. Down
0: in Little Italy. Yeah, in Little Italy. Little Italy, yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm like, I feel this heaviness on my chest and on my forehead, and my legs feel like I'm walking through tar. Yeah. And I was so overwhelmed. Uh, So uh, I pulled my boyfriend into a store. And... Once I was in the store, I felt a little better. And it still didn't dawn on me that it was the energy of all those people out there so close Mm. together and anxious about making choices and the noise level, you know, being in the city, uh, that was really disturbing me. Uh, So it it took a very, very long time for me to learn that there were places I was comfortable in and places I wasn't comfortable in, like malls um, with a lot of people, or cemeteries, or uh, a large school uh, Mm -hmm, with so much mm -hmm. emotional content. And I was a teacher.
1: (laughs) Uh. (laughs) A lot of emotional
0: content coming out of people's thoughts and um, feelings. So for those people out there, they really do need to have the tools. If you're a person who feels this way, It's a great, great gift that can be used to help you and other people. But you must have the tools to protect yourself and to find where uh, you're most comfortable. And we have to treat ourselves well, not with shame that there's something wrong with us, uh, but with um, the reaction that uh, when we know how to use this uh, ability, we can help ourselves and other people. But let's go on, Paula. We are living in very turbulent times now and must assess our own needs before we can help others. So how can we work towards that? As creative beings, sensitive beings, people aware of holistic healing methods and what we need for ourselves and what we wish to share with other people to help them. Right. Right. So what 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 do you think about that?
1: Well, I think it goes back to what you were saying. You know, we have to have an appreciation who we are, what our gifts are, what we bring, and what our limitations are as well so that we can, you know, really take care of ourselves. And from there, we can step into um, the power that we need to bring forward In order to help heal these turbulent times, yeah, because we we all have our gifts, and if we're hiding out because we feel too sensitive to uh, bring ourselves forward, uh, then the world doesn't benefit from that gift.
0: Absolutely,
1: and all of us healers and sensitives and artists and all these people need to come forward at this time to bring. The healthy balance back to the planet because Thank you. yes
0: it, uh, the creative right? people are the people who feel on a little i would say 25 percent perhaps of the population are this way and and uh, they are the people who feel so deeply and they can right. help those who are a little unaware unawakened so to put it not so much uh, aware of their uh, inner life or our energy life yet uh, to understand what's going on so we talk about words like resistance versus letting go well resistance is stressful letting go means acceptance allowing and surrendering to life as it is now there's a lot mm. of resistance in the world right now there's a lot of anger in the world right yes. now and and yeah. i'm going to suggest to our listeners Uh, that there is a plan everything will be fine we will move forward through all of this i think what's going on is just a way for more people to awaken and to be able Mm. to say i will help myself and i will send out into the world my best energy and love compassion and do what I do best creatively and that will reach a few people and then another person will reach a few more and eventually we will not behave in some of the primitive ways uh, that people are behaving right now and there will be more unity and and more love flowing between us. Now you say that it's our birthright and I believe that is so, to heal from any ailment and that there is a different paradigm than the medical model. Tell us something about that. Mm -hmm. We touched on that before.
1: Yes. So um, the body has an innate intelligence that knows what balance is, and it knows how to find balance, as long as it's not being impeded um, there's also an innate intelligence to our being that need that that will seek expression right so yes. um, illness is one way of the body expressing that imbalance mm-hmm. and it's telling us, pay attention here, look, I need some." some change, some transformation to happen in order to find this balance. Uh,
0: But let's go on to, you also talk about, this is important, the nine steps to mapping the journey to health. You gave nine steps, and if people could follow some of these steps, they would be in much better shape emotionally, physically, and spiritually, (laughs) and they would find that level of joy that's theirs they were born with it mm, nobody took mm. it away from them they just forgot who they were for a little while That's and we it. want them you know, to remember it, it so what are some right. of the steps that they can map the journey to health oh
1: gosh i feel like you're referencing one of my blog posts that i haven't seen in many years or something so
0: I am. i'm not so, sure and it's beautifully yes, done yes. So oh, I'll, I'll thank stop I'll uh, give you one.
1: Okay. The okay. first one
0: is unearthing the meaning. What is mm. this illness asking? Why do I have this illness? Mm. What does this illness right. really want me to, to address? And not why, what, not saying, why me? Why did I get it? Uh, but, but what can I learn from this? How can I advance from this? How can this help me? And yes, then to follow... Yes. Number two would be to cement your physical health protocol, to come together with a strategy to ensure a strong immune system and open yeah. uh, detoxification channels. And when I say detoxification, I don't just mean of the body. I mean of the emotions, of relationships, of yeah. past beliefs that may not be serving us any longer, which may have never been true in the first place, uh, but we were right. given that as children or past patterning patterning as children right. that have to be right. let go. And on your third one was unwinding the fear. If you want inner peace, mm. you gotta let go of those fears that are not real anyhow. They're just part of an ego reality, labeling, and beliefs that other people gave to you, but they're not yours necessarily. And then right. this is a big one: you have to confront the emotional burdens, getting clear yeah. about the painful emotions that hide inside you. And which mm-hmm. are um, impacting on your sense. This is probably hard for people to do, because we live in denial,
1: of many things.
0: We <laughs> do. Because it just feels right, but you'll never move past and blossom yeah. into the full beauty of your um, potential if you do that. Right. So you've got to, right. you've got to say, well, why do I always feel so unhappy when I get together with my friend? Uh, I don't see her often, but every time I get together with her, I have a stomachache. What is it that she's saying or doing that is making me feel less than myself? So uh, that's important. And then we have to learn, this is very important too, genuinely to say no or yes. If we need to say no for our health and safety, by all means do it. We're not going to hurt anybody. They'll find someone else to go with and we will hurt ourselves if we say yes to something that we're not comfortable about. So all these things, learning to ask questions about yourself and why you're reacting to certain things, creating a community or being with people who are experiencing similar things, these are all part of moving towards your life's calling. And I, I say if you do this, no matter what the outcome... Of any problem or illness, you've already won. It doesn't matter. Yes. Yes.
1: And Cheryl, one thing that you haven't mentioned, and I don't know if it's in that list or not, but um, seeking support. You know, so many of us. Creating
0: community. Was that there?
1: Uh, Okay, I'm not sure, but just to say that, you know, so many of us are isolated and feel like we need to go it alone or we're not strong if we don't know how to fix it ourselves. And part of the healing, I believe, is realizing we all need support and support is in itself asking for support, uh, finding the right support is such a big part of the healing
0: thank you so, very much for saying um, yeah. that so many people feel alone but i want to tell you we're never alone we are supported by spirit and by those in our life and we were born yes. with support and came in with helpers and they're always around us from the minute we enter life till we leave yeah so i i, would I like agree. i would like to thank you Carla. Savetsky, for your tireless efforts in exploring the many holistic practices, techniques, and thought processes necessary for healing and loving self and life. For more information, go to Natural Healing for Women. com. In summarizing today's episode of Healing from Within, we have addressed situations that affect many women and men. Whose bodies and neurological systems are hardwired to interact with universal energy and to process the physical and spiritual world through heightened awareness that, when understood and managed, lead to great positive healing effects for themselves and for others and for our world. In these most challenging times, I believe many more people will use their intuitive gifts and physical connections to emotions, and uh, they will navigate the world in a more meaningful and interactive way with nature, humanity, and spirit, and we will help more people. disease mental health issues limitations and fears that take away our natural soul birthright which is to be healthy and joyful through self-investigation and self-mastery of our thoughts attitudes actions and by releasing old beliefs that no longer serve us we find peace The body can heal itself in many cases through changes in our lifestyle, diet, exercise, creating more satisfying relationships and trusting that there is a bigger plan for each of us and all of us in our ever-evolving world of life. I am Cheryl Glick, host of Healing From Within, and I invite you to visit my website, CherylGlick.com, to listen to and read about leaders in the field of health, Science, spirituality, energy, psychology, the arts and music, as we move towards higher consciousness and solutions to modern-day challenges. Shows may also be heard on DreamVision7Radio.com and WebTalkRadio.net. Thank you.